0: BLOB TALK RADIO
1: To Desperate House witches. I have a treat for y'all this afternoon. We're gonna have a fun show. But before we get to that, I have to thank my wonderful sponsor, the amazing one, the wicked one, the incredible Dorothy Morrison. Please check out www.wickedwitchstudios.com. Dorothy is still selling her 2021 homelessing ornaments out because at the end of the month, it's over. Yes, it's over. So Hurry up and get them while you can. And if you need that shipped overseas, check out www.theconjureshop.com and check the bottom of the page, and they will tell you how to get Dorothy's products shipped internationally. All right. Desperate Housewitches, in case you haven't heard this before, and I'm sure you have, but this is not a GPG or even an R-rated show, so... (laughs) <laughs> if bad language, bodily functions, dirty talk of any kind might offend you, this may not be the show for you, but I'm really hoping you stick around because I've got a pretty cool guest today. I have C.L. Lucio from the Starspun Crystal Path on Etsy. Hey, C.L., how are you doing? Hey, Raina, I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for asking. So, okay, you and I have been talking, and you now have this storefront in Etsy, and it's, it's pretty cool. It's not just crystals. You actually do specific crystal combinations. Tell us about it. Well,
0: I put together bundles with intention uh, towards a specific goal. Um, there's only a few listings up right now. Of course, last night under the Leo Full Moon, I decided to redo everything last minute, and that's why there's only six months. But bucks or struggle what can I say Um, I put them together intuitively based on what the goal of the bundle is like what I have up now Um, one in particular is to promote magical abilities and enhance psychic awareness so I put this bundle together just okay what were the first five crystals I could think of if I were going to work with crystals for this purpose and that's Mm -hmm. what you see in the bundle these are things that I would use for my own path for this purpose
1: Awesome. So do you also design like grids and stuff to go with them? That is something that will be in the works.
0: Um, It was something I had wanted to have ready to go, but I ran into kind of a a printing logistics thing. Um, So I'm working Uh on that. But I do have big plans for Um, particular grids that will go along with certain bundles, particularly grids aligned with celestial energy. Um, Like, Uh for example, I have a a bundle that is going to be listed later today for heart chakra healing and self-love. It's designed to clear the heart chakra, especially of those things in your past that might be lingering, making it hard for you to love other people or even love yourself. Um, so it's, it's yeah. about opening your heart chakra and promoting self-love and self-care. And down the road, what I would really love is to have a, a grid, like I'm thinking some kind of stock card, or I haven't really worked out all the logistics, but some kind of grid with the pattern of the um, orbit pattern of Venus. Because I'm, most of my practices are celestially aligned. So I was thinking of how I could incorporate that with my crystal work. So that grid could then be placed at key points over the orbit pattern of Venus, which is a planet that rules love, things
1: of that nature. Yeah. As a Libra, I am also under that. So it's like, Oh yeah. (laughs) I'm a Libra too. (laughs) (laughs) We need to talk. Um, So let me ask (laughs) you, how does this all start for you? Like, like have you always been into crystals, or is it something you came to later on, or like what why do crystals work i don't even I don't even get the mojo behind it, <laughs> so can you kind of like give me an overview of like how this hit you and and how it like it works in the ethers yeah, absolutely
0: um no crystal work is not old for me this is is actually very new in the grand scheme of my personal practice um i have been walking a path of witchcraft and paganism for quite some time i'm about to age myself here but about 22 24 years ish um i don't really care to count but <laughs> um you know i don't want to go there but you know um Crystals have kind of relatively come into my practice in the last maybe two or three years. Um, I, of course, you know I'm a Libra. I love shiny, sparkly, glittery things. Don't get me wrong.
1: Hello. And I would,
0: see, you know, <laughs> if the struggle is real, you know, and I would, I would yeah. see the occasional beautiful crystal, and I and I would love it, and I'd be like, oh, that's so pretty. I might buy the odd crystal, but it usually ended up going in a box or getting set aside and not really being worked with or being made part of my practice. And then out of the blue, two, three years ago, I started kind of becoming more aware of them. Um, I low-key blame my housemate. She makes crystal wrap jewelry, and I was just so in love with her jewelry that I couldn't get enough of it, and that kind of sparked I was like, well, I'm going to buy this jewelry. I want to know what these crystals do. I'm going to be wearing this energy. And that kind of caused me to start delving into what they really meant and how they could be worked with. And, you know, that kind of just sparked me going down that road. And then out of nowhere, some friends of mine who owned the um, local witchy shop needed help and one of their rooms was we called it the crystal room and it was wall-to-wall fucking crystals like everywhere and it was this tiny room and it was everybody's favorite fucking room so there'd be me behind the counter fending off like 10 people wanting to know what every goddamn crystal in the whole fucking world meant um (laughs) which is fun but when you've got like eight people pointing at things go what's that mean it can it can be a little overwhelming you know but (laughs) um that, was, that actually was kind of trial by fire as far as learning what these crystals meant because when I started in the crystal realm, um, and I'm sure she's listening, so I have to say I love you, April. Um, <laughs> Hi, When Hi. I started in the crystal, <laughs> she was the proprietress of the store. Um, it did, unfortunately, close when her wife passed in November. Um, oh, sorry. And that's what prompted me to start this. Uh, shop front, Um, but working in that crystal room with them was really just immersion, like full immersion in, in all things crystals, because everybody wanted to know what they meant, and if I didn't know, that meant whipping out the crystal Bible and looking it up and reading the description, and so I was being educated while assisting these other people with learning about what these crystals meant, and when the room was empty, I would find myself just digging through the crystal Bible and pulling trays out and looking up different crystals. And suddenly I couldn't get enough. Like I was buying 10, $20 worth of crystals every day that I worked and putting together these yeah. little bundles. And like, Oh my God, what does that mean? And it was just like, out of nowhere, just exploded. And it just hasn't really let up since.
1: Yeah. I, I will tell you, honestly, crystals are kind of new for me too. I've only been really super into like, Like you, I mean, and I've been in the, I've been in witchcraft for like over, almost fifty years. So I'm old. (laughs) Uh, It's all right. So anything you say is going to be a lot fucking less than what I'm going to say, uh, as far as how many years. So don't worry, you're good. Yeah, because I'm I'm old and I don't give a shit. See, that's the whole thing. You'll get there one day. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) It's fine, Um, But yeah, no, really seriously, crystals are something I discovered, you know, later for me later, like only in the last couple of years and I'm like way behind you um, as far as that goes. But I love them. And I mean, I would like you, I would buy the odd crystal and it would go on a shelf and I'd like look at it and hold it. And I mean, I like to feel them before I purchase them but sometimes I can't always because somebody will have something and I'm like, oh, I want that. Um, Mm -hmm. So I think there's a lot of trust that goes into the person you're buying them from. And I've known you for a while. (laughs) So I have Mm -hmm. to say this is a trustworthy person who knows what she's doing and would not just do it Mm willy-nilly. She makes it sound. Now, here's the thing. When you have a guest who's kind of like, oh, you know, I'm just, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, she actually put thought into it and really loves it and, and cares about what she's doing. So I feel very good about endorsing these products. Not that I have any yet. I'm, I'm going to, though, because I have to Aww. buy some. Because I like, I like the way you're doing it. And, you know, from looking at your Etsy storefront, I'm like, oh, look at that. That's really cool. So will you be taking requests?
0: Yes. Like if I yes have an that is, um, yeah, that is that is my ultimate uh goal. Um, you know, I, I kinda have to start with a relatively small inventory as far as crystal stock goes. Um, mm-hmm. that will of course expand as I go on. But my my goal is to put up a listing um for folks to uh request a custom bundle essentially. Um They can request a bundle for a specific intention, and based on what I have on stock, if I have what meets that need, because I I may not have anything that I feel really suits them, um, and in which case I would tell them that and let them know that, you know, because I can only go to my wholesaler every so often, but I can always source certain things when I do get to go, and I'm happy to do that. Um, if it means getting someone the bundle that they need. So it is my intention to put up a custom bundle request where they tell me what exactly they're trying to achieve. And based on what I have on hand, if I have a crystal that'll do the job, I can put something together and tell them, okay, this is what I got. These are the crystals. This is what they do. And this is what, it, how much it would be.
1: Cool. I think that's really awesome. Cause I, like I said, I'm really attracted to crystals and I'm, I don't know. Maybe it's my body type, but I'm really attracted to like spherical ones <laughs> because like, <laughs> almost everything I own is round. Like me, round. You know, uh, it's a thing. Awesome. But um, oh, yeah. yeah, I, I mean, mean, I'm I'm kind of holding like I'm holding an appetite sphere, and it's really beautiful and it's really calming. And I was having a conversation with a, another guest once about crystals and their opinion was that sometimes you need to go to the crystal that you wouldn't necessarily want. Like the vibe of the crystal is supposed to be teaching you something and it may be something uncomfortable. And I want, I wanted to know your opinion on that. And if you see validity in that opinion. I do. I
0: absolutely do. Um, the crystals will tell you what you need if you're open to it and I know that sounds super woo. I I I fucking got it. it. It sounds wicked hippie dippy, but um it's the truth. I mean you know. Um people would come into the crystal room all the time wanting be like, Okay, I need a crystal for anxiety and I can rattle off five different crystals that are gonna help with that. But if you have the opportunity to experience these crystals physically beforehand The ones that you need will call to you, and it was actually April that taught me this because it was my inclination to just, you know, tell them, oh, well, you know, amethyst or lipidolite or, you know, all these other things. But that is just us offering a Band-Aid because that only treats the anxiety. That doesn't help with what's causing the anxiety. So we would tell folks just, you know, to start, just look around and, and go to the crystals that are drawing you. And nine times out of 10, when they said, okay, this crystal is really speaking to me, when we read what that crystal meant, what it represented, it was exactly what they needed. You know, For example, maybe they had anxiety because they were living in a toxic housing environment. And they picked a crystal that was designed to remove toxic influences or um, cause you to move out of toxic influences. And then the, you see that light bulb go off that says, oh, hey, this is actually what I need. I need to help addressing these things that are causing my anxiety. I mean, sure, you can get some crystals to go along with that to help with the anxiety in the meantime, but you don't want to focus on just that because you might be missing the actual issue.
1: Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah, I don't even think in those terms. See, that's I'm, I'm still really, really, when I say I'm new to, to being into crystals, I'm super new. Like, I'm still oh. learning just the real basic basics. Like one of my favorite things, I have this thing about oralite or anything that's like got rainbows Mm -hmm. in it. Rainbow Moonstone, Rainbow Oralite, Amethyst Oralite. What what what's an oralite? Do you have any idea? I'm not even sure. (laughs)
0: Um, yes, Oralite, um I haven't worked with it a ton and I will be the first one to tell folks that if I don't know something, I will be the first to tell you. Yep. But oralite, if memory serves, um, is a blend of crystals. It's an amalgam. Um, it's a blend of. If it's, it's most often oralite. Um, Twenty three is the
1: mm-hmm. one
0: that I am most familiar with, and it is a combination of multiple crystals.
1: So it's I can it a lot with it like. A lot. Yeah, I've seen it mostly so far with, um, like, in amethyst colors, like mm-hmm. lots of purples and dark blues. I should actually send you pictures of the one I bought like five years ago, when it was like, you know, not first bursting onto the scene, but kind of newer, and it's like this. It's almost like a tourmaline. And it's how do I describe it? It's it's almost like a tourmaline in 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 its uh, construction, so to speak. But it's also kind of shaped like a point. I would have to send you a picture for you to to for me to make any sense is the thing because <laughs> I'm not making all that sense. But like stuff like that, hematoids, I'm really attracted to. I have a bunch of hematoid pieces. So I'm wondering if this says I'm I'm insane or <laughs> I just kind of think shinies. I mean, but there are certain things like you had mentioned lipidolite, like I have a big lipidolite sphere and then I have mm-hmm. like a, a palm stone of lipidolite. You know, I like things that bring about peace. Like I've got an Amazonite. I've got like all these things that I really, really love that mean something to me, but to somebody else would be like, what's with the weird old lady? <laughs> you know <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you what? Know, yeah, I'm okay I mean, with that though. They can think I'm weird. Fuck them.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. You should see me with mine though. It's, I'm, I'm kind of like, I've got them everywhere. I just started buying them like in, in larger scale Lately, and it's like I don't know. They comfort me, but I don't even know if I'm using them correctly. Like, what kind? Like, should I be holding them and meditating or focusing? Is it okay if I hold one at a time? Is it better to hold them in pairs? I mean, tell me some stuff because I don't know what I'm doing at any (laughs) given point with this.
0: Well, the first thing to remember is that there is no right way to do any of this. And you're going to run into a lot of people who have a lot of fucking bullshit opinions about the right way to work with crystals. You're going to hear a lot of fucking bullshit about, you can't store all your crystals together. They'll fight. I'm like, what is this fucking crystal fight club? Get the fuck out of here. Don't, they're not going to fucking fight. It's just ridiculous. So there's no right way to do this. If you feel drawn to holding your lapidolite palm stone and just holding it because it makes you feel calm, it makes you feel relaxed, that's all you need to do you don't need to be you know lotus position or anything like that to to get anywhere with these things. you know you you can just hold them you know some people especially with palm stones because they like you know they lay flat um they'll lay down yeah. and and either place them you know over their heart chakra over their crown chakra um wherever it is they feel they need the lipidolite healing especially you know it's great for folks you know you said it makes you feel calm relaxed it's It's a great mood elevator. It actually contains lithium, which is in, you know, the medication or, you know, mood-elevating medications. So, um, yeah. It's a wonderful stone for that. And if all you feel like you need to do is is hold that palm stone and it makes you feel better, then that's all you need to do. If you want to deepen your connection with that crystal ally, then sure, you can meditate with it. You can perform spell work with it. Um, and that will certainly deepen your connection to that stone if you wanted to go deeper with working with crystal spirit allies. But that's certainly not necessary to reap the benefits. You can even... Just place them in your environment. Certain crystals are wonderful for just being placed in the environment like fluorite. Just having a chunk of fluorite in your environment will help, you know, protect and ward negative energy, calm emotions, keep, you know, promote this wonderful environment. Um, Of course, handling them and working with them will heighten the benefits you get from them, whether that's with anything, but it's certainly not necessary. I have many crystals. I have this beautiful chunk of peach apophyllite that I have sitting on Mm. the shelf in my bedroom. And every so often I will work with it meditative wise or what have you. But for the most of the time, it just lives on my shelf and looks beautiful and promotes the loving, gentle energy that I want in my sleeping space.
1: Cool. So you can actually make recommendations for stuff like, okay, I'm nervous at work. I need something, or I can't yeah. focus at work. I need I need a bundle for something, which is oh, that's awesome. <laughs> or yeah, I want to kill yeah, my coworker, uh, <laughs> not literally. But, yeah, yeah, I
0: feel like if you came up with a thing bundle for um like don't slap a hoe or something like that, it'd probably be yes. really popular
1: these days. <laughs> That would. Um, have to shut a bitch up on social media mm-hmm. would be awesome. I think there are so many right. things that you could do. <laughs> right. Get that bitch off. Get that. Funny. Get my name out of that bitch's mouth is a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, there you go. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll. I'll have to put some thought into this.
0: My own like you know
1: gangster line of crystal bundles. It'll be great. Why not? Hey. You know, wow. everybody wants everybody. harmony. Harmony comes in many different forms. Just because you want to smack someone doesn't mean you should. There are other ways around it. See, but okay. like, okay, so I have these two hematoid, um, palm stones, and I really love them. And sometimes, honestly, I just put them against my temples, <laughs> and not perfect. It's just like makes me feel better so there's really no right and wrong way I'm really glad to hear that because I get really tired of well you have to do it this way and then Uh somebody else will tell me you have to do it this way and like (laughs) I'm like well what happens if I don't do it the right way is it going to explode or you know my brain going to fall out what's the story
0: I see I didn't know that I didn't know you
1: could just have them
0: Yeah, you can just have them. Like, I hate that gatekeeping bullshit. I really fucking do, and it drives me crazy. There's no right way to do it. Just like no one can tell you to practice your craft. Think of crystals as an extension of your craft. However, you are so moved to work with that crystal ally. Because that's how I view them. They're not just, you know, hunks of inanimate rock. They are pieces of the earth. They are living spiritual beings or crystal spirits in these crystals, just like, you know, there's tree spirits and plant spirits. There's the same with these crystals. So you're not just, you know, slinging crystals and, and playing with rocks. You're, you know, if you go into it with the right intention and with the right mind frame, you're building a relationship with these crystal spirits. You're, you're creating crystal spirit allies that will have way more benefits than just you know, meditating with a crystal, you know, once you've established these crystal spirit allies, you don't necessarily have to have the crystal on you. Those energies are just there. You've, you've established the spiritual ally. It becomes very much on par with things like spirits or, or plant allies or plant totems or whatever you want to call them. Um, If approached in the right way and, you know, obviously you're not going to hold a crystal on the next morning, be like, you know, seventh high priestess of the crystal silver thorns or anything like that. But you know, if you put if you put the fucking work into it, just as with anything, that's why it's called witchcraft people, just make a note of that. Okay. Yeah, right. Um if you put the work into it as with anything, you will get the benefits yeah. of a beautiful relationship with these crystal spirits.
1: Yeah, you know, and it's funny because when I get them I don't I didn't necessarily look at them as relationships. I looked at them as like objects of art and, you know, just the proper, like I would be told what the properties are and I'm like, okay, I like that property. I want that near me. But like now I, I sleep with two pyramids, of um, uh, three hunks of golden sheen obsidian across the room. I have, Mega chunks of fluorite. Oh, here's a question I wanted to ask you. Mm-hmm. So fluorite's very popular. I love fluorite. Mm-hmm. I have some. I have I a nice fluoride. large fluorite point. Yeah, you know it's really great. I even have like little LED stands for them that where the colors right. change and all that shit. Because, like you said, shiny. Hello. Um, and I'm a Libra, so <laughs> exactly. I can't fucking help it. You get it. You're a Libra. I um, do. That's thing. So, Yeah, so, like, I put things up on pedestals and platforms. I don't have anything rotating just yet, but I do have, like, LED lights underneath them. I have some pieces that are actually carved. Does it take Mm -hmm. away from anything if you take a stone and and carve it? Some people will say yes,
0: um, but to be honest, to me that is no different than choosing to purchase a tumbled crystal. You're still buying a crystal that has been altered from its raw form. And people will purchase tumbled crystals with no issues. So it's very much the same. And I think a lot of it goes into, you know, a lot of what comes out of that is the intention from the person who carved the crystal. Um, Yeah. It can make a crystal feel less energetic if the person working it and doing that carving doesn't come at it with the right energy and you might not know that that's the person who, that that was their vibe, that they were, you know, the shit asshole or whatever. But when you pick up that crystal, you might be like, Oh, this is a really bitty, b- beautiful crystal. And this carving is beautiful, but I am not interested. And for, you'll just be turned off and you'll put it away. And then you'll find mm-hmm. another crystal with, you know, very similar, you know, it looks almost identical, but something about it is different because the person who carved it loved the crystal and thanked the crystal for what it does for us and for allowing itself to be chosen as a crystal spirit ally and, and for, you know, thanking it for allowing it to be, it's, it's all in how you approach dealing with the crystals. And that is something that, I'm sure that people if they heard me talking to my crystals probably think that I'm just the weirdest fucking bitch ever. But like when I dump out a bag <laughs> into the little the little cloth thing to start picking crystals for bundles, like I talk to them and be like, Hello my beauties, how are you? Thank you so much. Don't worry, I'll find homes for you soon. Like I talk to them, like I love all of them, I really do. And there's not a crystal in my possession that people will be getting that I have not inspected thoroughly and have completely loved up until the point that it goes off to its new home. So it really, I think it really matters who you're
1: getting the crystals from. Oh, I totally agree. Um, Like we have, we have like two or three stores. Well, now it's just two, but no, it's three. We have three local stores in my area and there's a couple of places that, well, actually, I won't buy crystals from any of them. Only because I don't know where the crystal necessarily came from or who the person who owns the shop bought them from. And I'm I have to have a level of confidence in the person I am buying the crystal from because it is a it's really personal. I mean yeah. I think you have to kind of like not do it just to do it. I mean, sometimes you can get lucky, and if it, if you vibe with the crystal, that's great, but if you're going to start doing like a serious amount of crystal work, I think it's good to like have a person that you trust that you can go to, you know, somebody who's who's doing what you're doing, for example, who's actually, you know, putting the work in and and actually, you know, inspecting and and consulting with the crystals themselves, and, and prepping them for their journey, as it were. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. It does, absolutely. So, that's exactly yeah. Which is awesome. So I I I feel really good about that because I I think sometimes folks just buy stuff and don't consider what goes into actually getting it into your hands. meaning the purchaser it can't just be somebody throws them in a box and says here you go I mean sometimes that works I guess but I've had instances there's stuff I own that I won't even touch anymore because it's like I bought it I was attracted to it at the time and now it's just not speaking to me and I have a lot of pieces that no longer speak to me is there something that that you should do with crystals that no longer speak to you well, in that instance, because that happens
0: often, um, even if it's, you know, a crystal family that I'm still in love with, that one particular crystal may not feel like it wants to work with me anymore. I just might not have any draw towards it. I won't necessarily get rid of it or, or discard it. I would never um, I would never do that. But when the opportunity comes, I might re-gift it. I might, you know, think yeah. this person needs the crystal, and I'll give it to them and pass it on to the person that – it wants to work with. Now, like, like there, you know, are crystals that, you know, I have friends who work with crystals who've had given away, like, beautiful pieces because the crystal mm-hmm. just didn't want to work with them, and every time they tried to work with it, they just hit a roadblock, and they were like, uh, here, this is supposed to be with you. Just take it. <laughs> and, you know, that's, mm-hmm. if the spirit ally, crystal ally, is not interested in, in working with you, you'll feel it, and you'll just not really want to work with it. And in that instance, you know when it feels right pass along um it can even be left as an offering return to the earth um often Mm. i'll do that if if it doesn't feel appropriate to regift it for whatever reason if it was a very personal piece that i did a lot of very very deep work with um i might not feel it's appropriate to regift it i might then take it and leave it in nature somewhere um i've i've tossed crystals into streams, I've left them with trees, um, buried them, whatever I feel compelled to do. Um, sometimes they just need to be returned to the earth and, and whatever it is they went through with me, they need they didn't need to go back home and deal with me because I put them through it. So they just they, they need to go home and handle that shit and then when they're ready to work with people yeah. again, someone else will find them and they'll go back about their crystal spirit ally way. Um, so it's not uncommon to, to suddenly be like, you know what, I love lapis, but that particular piece of lapis, I'm just not feeling it. And when it's ready to yeah. move on, however that happens, you know, sometimes you spontaneously lose crystals for no good reason, because they've been in the same spot for a million fucking years, and now suddenly they're not there. It's like, well, either you have fairies, yeah. which <laughs> is a problem, or it <laughs> <just>
1: it's ready to <laughs> move on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you kill me I think you're awesome <laughs> I just love the way you put everything um, so let me ask you so like okay like I have this deep abiding affection for certain types of crystals can you tell some can you tell what a person's about from the kind of crystals they own sometimes yes Um like for example, my
0: the most cre- frequent crystals you'll find me surrounded with are things like lapis uh, moldavite, celestite, um, uh, fluorite, things like that. So you're gonna see very quickly <laughs> that I am drawn more towards spiritual pursuits. That I am currently focused on things that connect me with spiritual consciousness and unlock, you know, crown, third eye, chakra, things like that. Um, you know, you can tell, oh, this is someone who values spirituality and their spiritual connection because could they choose to work they are car called to, I should say, to work with these crystals yeah. that are specifically for these things. Um, <laughs> my friend and housemate actually she she used to work the same crystal room as I did and It would be interesting to see people come in and and pick crystals because you could, you kind of got to the point where you could see, you know, you would start to see, oh, they're clearly doing work for protection or, you know, they are clearly working on their spiritual enlightenment or whatever because you would see these little, in their own way, their own little bundles. They were picking their own little bundles um, because our shop was very unique. We had a, a, a pretty good supply of crystals for being a small local shop. And right. folks could spend as much time as they wanted until the pandemic, of course, and we had to kind of put limits on it. But, you know, they could spend as long as they wanted, communing with the crystals that we had and picking the ones that worked for them. And you would see these little bundles start to form where you know, they have their own little grid set up almost you know, without even realizing that that's what they were doing. So um, wow. you can really tell where someone's going or where they're at in their path just by looking at the bundles they put together.
1: Oh, and it's really actually cool. very interesting. So I, I really enjoy it. Yeah, like I have, okay, so I can't wait to hear what you have to say about this. So <laughs> I, I have tons of shit, but here's what I have the most. Here's my top three. No, here's my top four of what I have the most of. I have a ton of black tourmaline, obsidian, black, and golden sheen. Um, hematoid and labradorite oh
0: okay yeah so you're like basically a dark magic witchy bitch is what you're saying
1: no no I buy the I buy the the, like okay so like everyone has told me from day one um, you need to clear out negative energies using your tourmaline And then, you know, like the obsidian came in to absorb different types of emotional shit I was dealing with. And then Mm -hmm. on top of that, I've got, you know, all the fucking labradorite you could want in one person. (laughs) And And it's like, why are you so into that particular stuff? I don't fucking know. Maybe because I was traumatized as a child. It's possible. Maybe. Maybe. Hey,
0: it's a thing Don't you but, so? there's more to those crystals there's more of those crystals like the labradorite like the fact that you're like yeah. fucking drowning in labradorite labradorite yeah. is also commonly referred to as the sorcerer's stone and it is like just fucking excellent for bringing out your inborn magical ability it said just having it in your vicinity will draw out your yeah. natural magic abilities. So, there's something else going on there, too. So, I mean, there's more to those crystals than oh, just okay. healing
1: your trauma. Oh, okay. Because everybody's like, dark-ass bitch. What the fuck is wrong with I mean, I've you? i been through shit. But, you know what? That's okay. You
0: know what? Fuck that. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Because being a dark-ass witchy bitch ain't necessarily a bad thing. You know, they're just jealous. You That's know, true. They need
1: to... Flagger, that's all. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> oh, so oh, cleaning. I needed to ask you about how to clean and and when's appropriate to clean. So like all right, so I have family members that come in that are not pagans, but pagan adjacent. Like my kids are <laughs> my kids are adults. My kids are like thirty and thirty one. And that, oh, mom, can I touch your, your smoky quartz, mom? Can I look at your this and that? And I'm like, yeah, here, take a look, blah, blah, blah. You know, sometimes the spousal unit will be like, oh, can I see this thing that you just bought? Yeah, here, take a look. Um, is it a requirement that I clean them often? Is there a, a is there a certain amount of touching I shouldn't let people do? I mean, what's what's the situation that I don't muddy the waters up with other influences?
0: Well, that is again gonna kinda go back to your instinct. You know, some folks will routinely do a cleanse on their crystals once a month at the full moon or um, you know, every couple of months they'll give them a real quick smoke cleanse or something. Um, some folks yeah. do it as at a regular time, just as a matter of course, because that's part of their practice and they feel better doing it. Some folks cleanse them when they feel like the crystal needs it. Um, as far as mm-hmm. people touching it, that kind of is with anything that goes. You know, any of your ritual tools, like it, it, it's the same principle. If you're comfortable with that person touching it then it's yeah. not an it's not like it's going to impede the crystal's ability to do what it's supposed to do. It's not going to cancel it out or anything. You know, other people handling it are yeah. not going to, you know, steal its magic. It's not pie. So, you know.
1: Um, <laughs> right.
0: But, you know, like if, you know, you're dealing with, you know, fucking trumpet, asshole, bullshit, motherfucker who's got his grubby little paws yeah. all over your crystal, I would probably trot him oh, okay. out under the first full moon to the fucking sweep. So... Um, it kind of just depends on how you feel about it.
1: <laughs>
0: like, if the only people who've been touching it are people that you like and have, like, loving yeah. respect for your crystals, then you're probably not. But, you know, motherfuckers with
1: a grubby paw, that's a different thing. I agree with that all the way. Um, yeah. Okay. So, like, is, okay. So I heard you say smoke cleanse, and I, I do smoke mm-hmm. cleanses occasionally. Is it okay that I just wash them? Depends on the crystal.
0: You want to be very ah, cautious okay. about submerging any crystal in water before doing your research. If it's any kind of quartz, go for it. Toss yeah. that shit in the water, ain't gonna hurt it. You know, quartz, rose quartz, okay. smoky quartz, chalcedony, yeah. all that shit is yeah. fine. But things okay. like selenite, um, selenite yeah, is yeah. very porous yeah. and will dissolve in water. Yeah. Um, oh, shit. I have is,
1: a ton of selenite. I didn't know that. A good thing I didn't put water on it. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> selenite, okay. yeah selenite can okay. be damaged by water. Like, if it gets dirty and you just gave it a quick
0: rinse to get dirt off and and wiped it down, of course, you can do that. But I wouldn't make water cleansing a regular habit simply because it will eventually deteriorate the stone. Um, it will fully dissolve if yeah. submerged in water. So, And some crystals will. Oh. Some crystals, when they come in contact with water, um, I'd have to look it up, so don't quote me, but if memory serves, I think it's bumblebee jasper that becomes sulfurous when you put it in water or you can't handle it raw because it's got sulfur in it. So you got to be very careful when you just submerge crystals in water if you're not familiar with what will happen once you do. I'm
1: glad you said that because I'm highly allergic to sulfur. Like highly oh, okay. highly allergic. Yeah. No bumblebee jasper. For yeah. You. No, none for me then. Okay, cool. Um, wow. Are there a lot of things that contain sulfur in the crystal world?
0: Um, not a ton. Not a ton. Um, it okay. tends to be things like jaspers and agates and stuff. The stuff that comes in, like right out the rocks. But no, not a ton. Um, it's not incredibly common. I mean, you can get just sulfur in rock form. We actually sold it in the shop, but um. Oh. and there are but there are other crystals that are toxic like selenite dust and it's of itself you shouldn't inhale it because that can cause respiratory issues it can be toxic if inhaled so uh, whenever I'm working oh. with selenite I have like if I'm putting together a bunch of bundles of selenite I have I always have to make sure that I go wash my hands before I touch my face or touch anything I'm eating and I you know I try not to like stick my face in the bag where I might you know be huffing selenite dust or anything like that but um so, yeah you know there's just as with anything, just like when you're learning herb craft, it's about learning your allies' do's and don'ts and what can harm
1: and what can help. Okay. Now, I'm glad you said that because I find that in my experience, most people, including my dumbass, do not even think about <laughs> things like that as far as actually doing research on what I'm picking up. So... I guess it makes sense to know what you're buying and know the properties thereof. It might be good to have a little bit of an education before you go on like a crystal shopping trip as it were. Right.
0: Right. And definitely if there's, if there's something that you're already interested in purchasing, if you're going on a crystal shopping trip and you know that you want to buy selenite and rose quartz and you know, whatever it you can take the time beforehand to look them up and, and, you know, and it's really easy. You know, you can always just say, Hey, is this Google is this crystal photosensitive? Cause some crystals are um, sensitive to light like fluorite. If you put leave them in direct sunlight too long can uh, sometimes lose their color, um, which I am terrible for doing because I love fluorite. And I have all these beautiful fluorite pieces that I always want to catch the sun. So I'm absolutely terrible for that. So that's, yeah. I tell people that but I don't necessarily adhere to that, but
1: <laughs> um so no, I there's need to there's a lot you of... Some of my I need to send you some of my lighted stands so you can have the glowy effect without putting there them in the sun. <laughs> there you go. I've, I've got them set up
0: underneath my, my desk lamp right now.
1: <laughs> oh that's but, awesome. Um, no, see and I don't do that whole I don't do the sun cleaning. <clears throat> because I'm afraid it'll damage them because, and here's something else I do that you can yell at me and tell me I'm stupid for doing, um, nope. if that's the case. But, like, I have this big glass bowl, and I tend to have a bowl of assorted crystals in my window at all times. There's no fluoride in it. It's mostly quartz crystal. And, like, yeah. like there's a piece of bloodstone, and there's odds and ends in it, you know. Like, maybe there's a little hunk of moonstone. Maybe there's a little hunk of blue lace agate. Maybe there's a little hunk of jasper in there. Um, is that okay? Yeah. Or do I have absolutely. to be concerned about that? No,
0: yeah, especially with all those crystals that you listed, quartz is... Quartz. Quartz is pretty fucking brody, it can handle a lot of shit. Um, it's, stoic. Quartz-
1: it's stoic. It holds on. <laughs> it,
0: is. It, does. it is. It's a stoic fucking rock. That's true. Um, and a lot of those stones that you listed are actually variants of quartz. Like a lot of people don't realize that bloodstone is actually a variant of chalcedony, which is a microcrystalline form of quartz. So um, it's also very sturdy. And um, jaspers are also... Uh, forms of microcrystalline chalcedony quartz. So there's there's a whole family of, of quartz out there that people don't even realize tie back to chalcedonian quartz. Um, so all those things are 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 very strong. Um, oh, not a ton of things are, are going to have a, t- a lot of trouble in the sun, but fluorite particularly is fluorescent. That's where they got the word for fluorescent lights from, is because of right. it, it was. Named after the the rock, so it's a fluorescent light that's it's a little bit different in its composition and can be bleached of color over time. And I'm not saying if you leave it in your window for a month, it's going to have an issue. But after a couple of years of being in direct sunlight, you might see that the color isn't as vibrant.
1: But if it, but even if it's not as vibrant, it doesn't take away the properties, right? Well, no, 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 not at all, not at all. There's,
0: in my opinion you can't take these crystal properties away. That'd be like me saying that I could just walk up and snatch your personality like it was your weave or something. Um, That's (laughs) not how that works. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think that really anything can take away this crystal's ability to do what it does or take away its properties. Some crystals can be leached of their energy, but that's not the sun that's going to do that. That's the motherfucker working with it that's going to do that.
1: That's right. That's right. So when, when somebody has, has kind of been working hard with a crystal, I'm assuming that that is always a restorable or a renewable resource, or a renewable resource is what I meant. Um, so basically just treating it right, cleaning it appropriately, maybe giving it a rest appropriately is good, too, to restore yeah, it? sometimes, yeah.
0: Absolutely. And the more you work with your crystal allies, the more you'll get a sense for when they're fatigued. You know, there might be a crystal that is your go to and you grab it every day like your light It keeps you balanced, it keeps you calm, you grab it every day. You might notice some days when you pick it up it doesn't have that same tingle in your palm, it doesn't have that same reassuring feeling. It it's there, it's just diminished somehow it just might need a yeah. rest it might just need to spend a night on your windowsill under the full moon or you know it might need a smoke bath or it might just need a break for a week or two or what have you it, it again you'll kind of get a feel for it as you work with these crystals cuz the lepidolite will behave differently for you than it will for me everybody has their own right. individual Relationships with these crystals. That's why I like to. I'm I'm coming up with bundles that are again intended with the same magical intention in mind. Like their their intention is the same, but it will have different crystals because not everybody is going to see pink tourmaline and think, oh, heart chakra healing, self love. Absolutely, they're going to be like, what is this pink fucking bullshit? Get the fuck out of my face, you know. But they might see <laughs> a hunk of green fuchsia and be like "Mm, that shit's for me give me that green fuchsia so everybody's reaction is different and your crystals will tell you what they need from you like i might never have an issue with lipidolite it's always good to go but i don't have the same in-depth relationship with it so it might not feed me as much as it does you so might not need as frequently to rest you know it just depends it's
1: It's all very personal it is but you see here's the thing if you've got an old lover that shit needs to rest if you got a young one that shit's usually ready to go so right (laughs) caution take caution treat it well treat it with love if it feels like it's getting a little tired give it a little rest that's why you need to get more than one because i think the idea of One and done is not good. I think different crystals speak to different things at different times. Like there are days I'll hold on to my hematoid for dear life. And like the next day, it's like, give me my obsidian. I want my obsidian. (laughs) And I don't know why, but I don't know why that's happening. I guess it's just whatever is in me at the moment that needs that comfort that only that crystal or stone can give. So it does react that way to the person, does it not?
0: It does. And and like I said, everyone, every crystal will react to different people. And... As you deepen your practice with your crystal spirit allies, you'll begin to understand why you're craving that crystal if you meditate, you know whether you do traditional meditation or however it is you go about connecting with this crystal spirit because I don't want people to think that they have to you know get all full lotus or anything to be able to connect because that shit don't work for everybody however I can't get
1: my position. <laughs> yeah, I like either. That,
0: so so. <laughs> about that, I can't. <laughs> I can either. Um, so maybe whatever that means for you, everybody connects differently. Like I like to incorporate music and singing into my personal practice, so I might sing. I sing to my nice. crystals a lot, and um, you know things like that. And the more you work with them, the more you'll understand why you needed that crystal. Like on days when you just have to have your obsidian, or what have you, you might realize that, oh, okay, I was in this group of people at work that are a bunch of draining psychic vampire motherfuckers. And every time I leave them, I go running straight to my obsidian. The more you work with yeah. it, the more you'll see those patterns, the more you'll realize, oh, hey, that's why I need this obsidian right now because I was around these people that were draining my energy and I feel like I need to be protected and grounded. Um, You'll start to see how those patterns develop and how those crystals work for you. And that might not be everybody's go to when they're in that situation, but for whatever reason, that crystal is like,
1: I got you, boo. Yeah. See, and it's funny you say that because, especially about the obsidian, because I literally carry um, a disc of golden sheen obsidian in my purse at all times with a piece of quartz crystal, just regular plain old clear quartz crystal, no big whoopee doo, but like, I feel like there are certain things I have to have with me in social situations where let's just say our kind may not be welcome. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, cause Absolutely. I. Absolutely. Feel, okay. Yeah. So that happens a lot because I live in the South, you know, it happens. So yeah, I, I find that, there's certain things I do have to have with me. So I'm glad you spoke to that because that confirmed that confirmed what I was feeling. So I appreciate that. So, wow, we're like almost out of time. Are you shitting me? Okay. (laughs) Um, That was fast. Um, So I wanted to ask you like, okay, so, one per, a person goes into a shop and they should only get they can only afford to get one crystal do you have something that you recommend as a universal good thing
0: honestly if you need a crystal that's going to do anything and everything you need it to do i'm going to tell you to buy your yeah. a hunk of crystal quartz awesome crystal <laughs> quartz literally does everything i call it the swiss army crystal um it is Solar and lunar aligned, so it's balanced between both sun and moon, and it is considered one of the master crystals. It can literally be programmed to do anything. There's there's nothing that quartz crystal can't do. There's no frequency that quartz doesn't resonate at. So if you need a crystal for protection, you can charge that quartz for protection. If you need a crystal for prosperity, you can charge that quartz for prosperity. It's basically, we we had a joke in the crystal room, we would call it nature's data stick because you would basically program it for a purpose. When it has completed that program, you would wipe the stick and put a new program on it. And it's a high vibration crystal and will raise your overall spiritual vibration and placing it with the rest of your crystals will raise their overall vibration. People like to really you know shit on quartz because it's so common it's the most abundant mineral on earth but they're sleeping on it i'm telling you just
1: regular old quartz crystal can do anything you need it to do okay cool i need more of it then okay i will come visit you (laughs) no that's Seriously, you can never go wrong with a quartz crystal, honestly.
0: When in doubt, it's kind of like the white candle. It's the same principle as the white fucking candle. If you don't have a candle in that color, grab the white fucking candle. If you don't have a crystal that does that, grab the quartz.
1: Yeah, and I've always really loved quartz crystal because it seems like the universe, it's kind of like the universal donor blood, whatever type that is, and it just infuses everything and that's the one thing in all of the conversations I've had about crystals, and I've had a couple. Um, that's the one thing I've always retained is the fact that the quartz crystal will amplify. It's great on its own. It's the one thing you should have. Thank you for confirming all of that for me. Um, yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: I know people don't want to but hear yeah, it I when they
0: realize it. It. You know, They don't want to hear it. You know, yeah, If I can only get one crystal, it. what should I get? Quartz. You know, they want to hear something exotic and fanciful. And there are many other crystals, you know, that are more expensive and more rare that will do many things. But if you are limited on your funds and you need a crystal that will handle everything you need, horses is your, yeah. your friend, man. And, and people are, are, have a tendency to want to turn their nose up to it. And it's just fucking beautiful on top of it, especially raw quartz. It's absolutely
1: gorgeous, So I really don't know what people think. I agree. I, I think people are always looking for the the shiniest, the most expensive answer, the... I don't know. I don't know what it is people want. Sometimes it's a simple thing, and that's just not good enough. It's, it, like, doesn't feed into what they want to believe, I guess. I don't know. It's annoying. I but, I mean, I love quartz crystal. I don't have enough of it. So, yeah, that's, I'm glad you said <laughs> that. I carry it, but I do carry a piece with me everywhere. Because I feel like it's like, yeah, it is good stuff. I just don't have enough of it to make me happy because I want all the toys. <laughs> anyway, CL, tell folks because we're almost out of time, tell folks where to find you again and what you've got on offer. You can find me on Etsy under the
0: Starspine Crystal Path or on Facebook uh, under the same name. Um I am offering crystal bundles themed with intention and there will there's only a few listings up now but there will be more by the end of the day and more coming in the uh you know coming days. I have a lot of ideas and things that I want to implement so there will be more crystals, more grids, more star magic, pretty much everything in my imagination that I can manifest into reality will be showing up.
1: <laughs> awesome. Lucille, thank you again for coming on and hanging out with me. This has been a great hour. Thank you. Oh, yes. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It's been so much fun. This
0: is my first time doing anything like this, and it was more fun than I imagined it would be. Thank you so
1: much. You're such a blast. I can't wait to have you back on. We'll talk after the show. Thanks again. Thank you. Bye-bye. All righty. Bye. All right, guys, I will see you on Thursday with the 415. Uh, Have a wonderful week, and we'll see you on Thursday. Have a good one. Bye.